guys? Welcome to the Crypto Brew Show, where we are drinking brews and talking about it. We are fresh back from the scene at World Crypto Con, and we're back and we're ready to roll. So, uh, Ron, no, you know what, Joe? Sorry, Ron. What's going on, Joe? Well, you know, uh, it's election day out there, guys. Uh, for all of you guys that are not in the states, um, I'm sure you've got your own days, but today is our day, and we're number one. No, but seriously, oh, uh, <laughs> not really. Whatever. But um, I went ahead and wore my Make Pokemon Great Again hat just because, uh, you know, we need the Pokemon back in it. Uh, that's what's really, really messed up our White House. Uh, but anyways, today, in order to uh, celebrate the zoo of the White House, I'm drinking a beer with a dog on it for for zoo stuff. Mr. Wiggles Double Dank IPA. It also double. happens to be the beer of the week. The Double Dank. Check it out later. <laughs> All right, Ron, I don't want to go to you first. I don't know why, what I want to go to you now. Don't worry about it. I don't know how many danks measures. I don't know how to measure beer and danks, but double dank sounds pretty damn good. Uh, you know what? Like Joe was saying, it is election day, and I know it's taboo, but I'm going to go ahead and let y'all know how I voted. I voted for beer, specifically for Shiner Oktoberfest. Listen to this bad boy. Oh, let's get down to business. That was sexy. That was sexy. Now over here, Joe was kind enough to bring me this one, uh, and I am 100% on board for voting for uh, the New Belgium Pilsner. Not quite open yet, but you know what I'm saying? It will be open soon. So let's go ahead and uh, jump right into the show. But first off, our disclaimer. The information provided on the show does not constitute investment advice, financial advice, trading advice, or any other sort of advice. Crypto Brew Show is for educational and entertainment purposes only. Conduct your own due diligence and consult your financial advisor before making any investment decisions. Alrighty, we are, like we said, fresh off of uh, World CryptoCon. And before we go ahead and jump into the state of the market, Jojo, any uh, quick comments? How, how'd you like uh, Vegas and World CryptoCon? Dude, Vegas was awesome. First time ever been there. Really awesome hospitals, hospitable city. And World CryptoCon was off the chain. So many awesome people that we met. So many cool projects. And uh, I'm just jazzed. Uh, and that's that's what it is. So what about you guys? How you guys feel? Ron, what you got? Dude, I was super excited about... Uh, honestly, the whole thing was exciting. Uh, meeting all the people, listening to all the panels, the discussions... And uh, it really opened my eyes to how far uh, blockchain has kind of like, you know, crept its way into like current businesses that are already operating. Uh, one of those examples being Accenture. But uh, I came away most excited about the block identity on the blockchain. Probably more than anything. I think that's like the future, you know. Okay. Fair enough. It's huge. <laughs> it's gonna be huge. Fair enough. Yeah. No. It was, uh, it was super exciting. Uh, I, I just like the fact that there was so much stuff going on in the background, uh, even the, with the prices and all that, and when moon, whatever. It, it was just. It was. There's so much happening in the background. No one's really focusing uh, on what the price is going to be in the future. They're not worried about it. It's here to stay. We're working on the product. We're working on the infrastructure to get ready for the next hurrah. 
So uh, I'm you super are, excited about that. Those emerging markets, man. Yep, and we'll we'll be coming out with a uh, recap video this week. Not video, I'm sorry, a podcast. We'll be coming out with a uh, podcast this week to talk more about who we met and some of the giveaways we got coming out. So that'll be fun. All righty, moving on to... Hey, oh. uh, real quick, I also just wanted to point out, uh, although it was like pretty heavily like, you know, a male-dominated conference... There were like it surprised me at how many women were involved in these companies and how many like speakers were women and all that. Dude, so right. uh, it's definitely yeah, like there were there were a ton, man. And uh, we're actually gonna hoping to have some of those women on the on these uh, you know, on on an interview on yeah, the show it's, here. It's certainly nice to see a, a diverse crowd uh, there, and uh, I'm super excited to get any. Anybody on it that wants to talk about crypto and beer? I mean, come on, that's that's the whole show right there. So, um, already moving to the state of the market, we have our global market cap creeping up a little bit at 219 billion, 24 hour volume of 16 billion, and BTC dominance going down a little bit at 51%. Sitting at the top is big boy Bitcoin at $6,500 down or up just below 3% for the seven day. Ethereum sitting at $220. Up 11.6%. XRP Ripple is sitting at 53 cents, up 20.83%. Do we see a trend? Number four, Bitcoin Cash at $611, up 45% on the seven day. And running out the top five, we have EOS sitting at $5.72, up 11.53%. They could not keep that trend. Uh, I think Bitcoin Cash, uh, hashtag Nafamu. Uh, we actually didn't talk about that with a disclaimer, but uh, not a financial, in my own opinion. You'll hear that on the show plenty, but I think with that, it's the Bitcoin Cash fork is coming up here pretty soon, and that could certainly be a reason as to why that's continually uh, rising in the last week or so. JoJo, moving on to uh, the gainers and losers, courtesy of BitScreener. Uh, what do we got, man? All right, so up at the top, we've got one team, one dream. They're up 353.52% in the past 24 hours. That's team token, by the way. Um, and then Peony is right behind that with a 131% grain gain. Grain, apparently it's a pony because I said grain. Up 131% in 24 uh, in the last 24 hours, and then we've got Chainium following that up because uh, blockchain, you know, it's here to stay. So that one grew 90.73% on this voting day. Uh, right below that, we've got our, uh, our next to that, we've got our losers. Our losers, uh, the number one was POS coin. POS. Not possible. Maybe not. <laughs> well done, Charlie. I like that one. And you know why uh, POS coin? was at the top because influence chain just couldn't keep up this week with the voters they're not being influenced this year guys and uh empower coin was right below that because because they clearly I, don't know what a capital letter is or how to spell so exactly let's be honest here <clears throat> <laughs> that's totally that the works. reason why that they're down 32 percent all right, <laughs> moving on to the heat map. Well, this is the kind of heat map we want to see. It's all green with a sprinkle red at the end, but I mean, everything's up. This is what we like to see. Is the market coming back? 
I don't know. We'll see what happens. All right, moving on to the head or market news headliners. Our first headline today comes at a CoinDesk. Charlie Shrem says he never owned Bitcoin that was claimed stolen by Zawinkelvai. Joe, what are your thoughts on Charlie coming out and saying, hey, it wasn't me doing a pull and shaggy? Well, you know, honestly, if the Winklevi twins uh, actually gave away their private keys, uh, that's the number one thing in the crypto industry. Never give away your private key, your wallet's your wallet. It's no one else's. Um, that's their fault. I don't know if it was Charlie Shrem or not. No one can probably say it was Charlie Shrem or not. But at the end of the day, maybe that's why... The Winklevi twins ended up taking their private key and cutting it up into multiple segments and dispersing it to banks across the world <laughs> because of Charlie Shrem. Well, I mean, it, it states in the article that he he they actually gave him a million dollars to invest for them. So, yeah, you're right. They didn't never own their private keys in essence. So, I mean, that that is a, a strong counterpoint there. Uh, Ron, what are your thoughts on uh, this whole situation going on? Um, I mean, to be honest with you, to break it down, like, I feel like the Winklevosses wouldn't make this public accusation unless it was true. Um, but that being said, Charlie Shrem is kind of an easy target because of his history and his, his affiliate, you know, his affiliation with Bitcoin and crypto. So I don't know, man. I think that there's way more to this story than this article's uh talks about i 100 percent agree with that i mean that was my that was one of my things like is there a bigger picture like why are the winklevies uh i mean they're billionaires they were the first crypto billionaires for god's sakes why are they coming after charlie now like what i feel like there's ulterior motives painted in the background but really quick joe whose side are you on vise or shrems well, um, you know, I'm going to go ahead and say I'm on Shrimp's side just because the Winklevite twins, like, they are billionaires. And we're talking, like, what is it, 5000 What's the current cost I of mean, a Bitcoin right still now? still, like, $31 million. <laughs> I mean, it's still a lot of money, but for people that have billions. <laughs> yeah, <know>. exactly. <laughs> Get off the little guys. Fair enough. Run real quick. Who do you got? Vise or Shrems? I'm on. Uh, I'm on my side. You're on your side. I'm for me. Yeah. Okay. I'm not picking a side. I'm not, not voting today on this election right here. What that? You I know, abstain. You you do have the right. Put to the hammer down. Neutral. Well then, if we're gonna play this game, I'm gonna be on the Vise side. Uh, I mean, they they became billionaires for a reason. Maybe this is why, because they, they just take from the little guys and give to themselves. So we'll end with that. <laughs> oh, Alrighty. we could talk so much more about that. <laughs> Alrighty, moving on. Our next article comes from btcmanager.com. Decentraland partners with RCN to launch mortgages for the virtual reality platform. Now, we were talking about this earlier. Uh, I'm curious to know your thoughts. You're already shaking your head over there, Jojo. Uh, what are your thoughts on... Okay, no, I want to hear your thoughts first, and then I'll, then I'll 
uh, chime in. Go ahead. All right. So I understand the architecture and the infrastructure of virtual reality and people want stake in that. And we all know like Blade Runner and things like that. Virtual reality has been a topic of sci-fi fandom for a long time. And having a bit of that space and that architecture sounds really cool. But let's be real, guys. This is ludicrous. Why the heck are you paying for something that is on a server? Like, is it going to be super cheap? Like, when they title it mortgage, that seems so ridiculous to me. Um, but that's, I mean, that's my that's my two cents on it. What do you guys think? Ron, what you got? I mean, I think I think virtual virtual reality will absolutely have its place in the future, especially with the I don't even know what the young kids, what their generation is called now. You know, the the below the younger than the millennials. But that being said, I think the whole idea behind virtual reality is like to escape reality, right? Like a like a paradise, if you will. And if the word if you have a mortgage in your virtual reality i feel like that's pretty pathetic <laughs> hey uh millennials can't get a mortgage in real life right now so right now this is the only chance they got right and getting right. mortgages <laughs> in virtual reality um but with that being said i mean one people are like people buy stuff virtually the virtual goods all the time for video games, for for um, look at skins on Fortnite, the, all these yeah, teens and queens buy all this crap on. For, 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 I mean, I'm not I'm not out of that. I've bought virtual goods just so I look cooler on a video game. I've done it. I'm not gonna lie. So I mean, it how is many, that. How many, how many cases did I have in Rocket League, man? <laughs> right. So that's kind of the same same. Uh, thing the one thing I do want to point out here though that is really cool that we have been talking about a lot on the show is that two blockchain companies are coming together to form a better product and regardless of our thoughts on the product I think that that is a huge deal and more companies need to do that we even talked about that quite a bit at World CryptoCon amongst ourselves and amongst uh, the some of the people that we talked to I mean there's plenty of opportunities where comp two companies are doing two different things and they could easily come together and create something even greater. And, you know, those barriers are still there that just need to come down and just everyone needs to collaborate more. I mean, it's all open source. Come on. Dude, yeah, in that regard, this is, uh, you know, it's a cool, it's a cool partnership because you're taking virtual reality, blockchain, and, uh, you know, finance, financing, and, you know, credit network and combining all those things together. So, you know, if you just look at it from the technology aspect, it's pretty cool. Right. So anyway, it'll be pretty yeah. interesting to see if anyone actually comes out and uh, buys this land and mortgage. <laughs> but hey, only time will tell. It's really exciting. We'll see what happens. And yeah. Alrighty, moving on to our next article here. This one comes from News BTC. Twitter crypto scammers steal 150K by posing as Elon Musk. Uh, are people still falling for the giving away eth baloney? Like that is literally my biggest pet peeve. Why do you have to put not if you're a prominent in the Twitter space, do you have to put not giving away eth on your freaking profile? Like I I understand that people are dumb enough to fall for that kind of crap, but 
Like, ah, it's so annoying. It's so annoying. All right, that's my, I, I'm gonna stop rambling. Rowan, what do you think? You uh, no, I just, I don't know, man. I haven't really come up with a, not a stance. I don't know. I don't know what to think of it because there's always going to be hackers, always will be. Even in the highly futuristic uh, world that will soon be reality known as the Matrix, there are still hackers. So that's what I mean. I, this is just another... This doesn't have anything to do with hackers. This is literally people sending uh, coins to someone because they think they're going to get more in return. This is all on them. This has nothing to do with the hackers. The hackers are just the ones soliciting. Joe? What <sighs> I don't know, man. Crypto, crypto grandma here. I, uh, I just, I just wanted to stop in. I heard a little bit of your conversation, and you know, if you get some of that money back from Elon Musk, could you give me some? Because I fell for the same problem that I gave Pedro. I thought Pedro was going to come over from overseas and sweep me off my feet. If I gave him a thousand dollars, but he never came, and Elon Musk was never real. Oh lordy! Oh, thank you, uh, Bobby Juju. We appreciate that. Uh... <laughs> Bye, Bobby. <laughs> but but yeah, seriously, like that's. I mean, that's all it is. Uh, it's just the major case that um, if people can swindle, they're going to swindle. You know, so. People just need to become educated, like to Charlie's point. Don't be dumb. I mean, I don't know. Not exactly. not everyone that gets hacked is dumb. Not everyone that gets hacked is dumb. But in this case, I feel like <clears throat> if you just hand somebody money over the internet, you're kind of dumb. Uh, yeah. I mean, don't give like, anyone money over the internet. Like a little bit dumb, at least. Don't give anyone your private keys. Yeah. And don't waste money on virtual mortgages. <laughs> Wise words <laughs> from the Jesus. <laughs> but yeah, no, for reals, I mean, you're again, as it says there, nothing in life is free. You're not you sending your cryptocurrency to someone else in hopes to get more in return. 99.99% that's a scam. All right. You don't need to be told that. I don't feel like you need to be told that, but apparently uh, $150,000 worth of people need to be told that. And I mean, there is that 0.0001% that, you know, oh, this is a nice guy. He wants to send me some crypto. All right. You know, that's a different story. But in the end, like, just come on, come on. Be smarter than that. You don't don't fall for this stuff. Do your own research. Educate yourself a little bit. Understand, especially these prominent figures. Like who, who? Ah, that's that's a whole other thing. I mean, it, whatever. All right. Yes. Do your own research. <laughs> We're moving on because we could literally talk about being dumb for a long time. You know what I'm saying? So. All right. Next uh, one comes from Scoop Independent News. T.O.P., the Opportunities Party, runs New Zealand's first blockchain political party election. This one actually is uh, pretty interesting. Uh, Rowan brought this one to our attention. And uh, because it is election day in America over here, midterm midterm elections, uh, this one's pretty interesting. And I'm curious to know, one, do you think this kind of thing is going to be adopted worldwide in the U.S. and other countries? 
And do you think it's actually going to work? What are your thoughts, Roan? Tell you what, those are some uh, great questions right there. Um, Horizon. All right, first of all, Horizon State. We've talked. We've actually talked about them before. So they are a blockchain built for voting, but they also have like kind of the side benefit of their blockchain, where you know it costs a utility token to make a transaction or a vote, right? And uh, what they do is they accumulate a certain percentage of all of those tokens spent on their platform. And they give it away to charities and the horizon state community gets to vote on which charities get to receive uh those those funds so they're doing two awesome things all in one uh also there was a comp there was a company uh that created a blockchain i can't remember if it was a county or city in the united states that's that's actually using them for these midterm elections going on right now I can't recall where that was. I want to say Virginia, but I could be wrong. Yeah, but, it's, uh, uh, it's actually in Virginia, and it's through a, uh, a company called Voance. Uh, basically, what they did is they created a platform so military personnel and their families, when they're away oh. from their designated zone, can actually vote and send in their ballots. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And they've actually picked up 15,000 votes were cast for this year's elections. That's through awesome. that application so i think it definitely is going to happen dude yeah voting and blockchain are like like the, that for all the listeners out there ron's uh making the mesh with his fingers. it's like if it's like if you have the circle peg and you put it into the circle hole it's just like fits perfectly <laughs> he's scissoring and penetrating at the same time guys <laughs> <laughs> you took it too far <laughs> all right well with that being said i think you're absolutely right there i mean it'll certainly be a uh a good fit and hopefully we'll uh, be able I, I mean i would love to vote on blockchain i would love to vote through something like civic or maybe one of the companies that we met at world CryptoCon that hopefully we can get on the show uh about identity uh on the blockchain and then use that to vote and just not have to go anywhere just vote on my couch that'd be amazing well, dude <laughs> 2019's like word crypto like keyword is going to be interoperability yep. that's going to be the the hot term next Bl year blockchain interoperability mark my words <laughs> well i mean let's let's go ahead and put it this way to uh to our viewers i mean pretty much a big majority of the american population is pretty lazy and uh for you that's watching and you're like man that i just said that you are too all right um, and if we have an ability to vote sitting on our couch at home, I think I'm definitely going to do that instead of go to my public library to vote. You, you were looking straight at me right. and I, I'm over here just, uh, nodding my head. Like, yes, you are absolutely right. I am a lazy mother F and I no, I'm a busy. All right. Too busy to go vote. I need to just get it on my phone. All right. Anyway, moving on. Uh, Coindesk says, uh, has a headline, Accenture Tech now connects Corda, Fabric, DA, and Quorum blockchains. Now, uh, Roan teased this, whether he did it on purpose or not, as far as inter interoperability, but 
Hundred percent intentional. I know. Uh, <laughs> we uh, we actually met someone from Accenture at World CryptoCon. I'll let Roan kind of speak more to that. But a uh, pretty interesting article here, Roan. What are, what are your takes on uh, what's going on here? Yes, sir. So I don't know. I'm not going to drop the guy's name because uh, we haven't confirmed if he's going to be on the show yet. But we are definitely working on that for all of you listeners and viewers. He's he had a panel at the show, and this guy. He knows all all the things, all the things to know about like enterprise level blockchain. He knows it, all the way down to like the super technical stuff where I started to, you know, kind of look look off and fade off. But anyway, all right. So Accenture, they're a they're a massive company, um, you know, and they they existed way before blockchain existed. But so what they've been able to do is create kind of a node that talks between two different blockchains. And uh, the the challenge of the node is not only getting those two different languages to communicate and interact, but it's also the latency between them. So, you know, one blockchain may be processing so many transactions per second, while the other one is transaction tra transacting half of that. So, and they've created this node that allows these these uh, different technologies to communicate. And successfully, you know, move this bit of information over here, and it translates. So pretty Would cool stuff. Would you say that that node is like in a Rubik's cube? Um, I would say shifting like, and moving in different directions like, and like formatting, a sphere, just... like a spherical. Yeah, like I picture like a spherical Rubik's cube. That this would be super complex. That's fun. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, it's. I think this is really cool, and uh, I actually tried to hit up the uh, Wanchain developers about this and get their side of it because they're, you know, the interoperability. That's what they're working toward. I haven't heard back yet, but if I do, I'll definitely uh, post that on the next show. I, I definitely think. Uh, I mean interoperability between blockchains is going to be just i mean it, it has to be a thing like it's there's not there's not a world where blockchains are to themselves and don't talk to one another so uh that is definitely a huge thing i know uh the gentleman that we talked to uh was super huge on enterprise solutions for, uh on the blockchain and again, I, as it says, there ease of access for enterprise to get in. He was just all about enterprise. If you're not in enterprise and blockchain, you're not doing it right. So, do you think something like this can get enterprise on board? What? what how do you feel about IBM uh, trying to get on board with all the blockchain, everything that they're doing? Uh, how big is enterprise for the space, Joe? I think. I mean, I think it's pretty solid. I mean, you can clearly see within this article, uh, Quorum. Uh, actually the developer of the JP Morgan Chase blockchain. Um, it's huge. IBM's potential, IBM has a lot of stake out there and um, they're doing a lot of amazing things out in the space. And, you know, to kind of like query back to what Ron was saying, I just I, I just challenge uh, WanChain. Is WanChain more so for interoperability between non-enterprise platforms? Do you think that that's probably what it's for? Because this seems like it's like really big picture before, stuff. Before, yeah. You, yeah, before right. you answer that, Roan, uh, we're running low on time here. So 
just uh, what do you feel about just enterprise in general? We could definitely talk about WAN chain on another episode because that's a whole different thing. Uh, hey guys, I got an idea. Distilled thoughts, interoperability. Yep. Boom. That All just right. happened. Watch it. It'll happen. It's coming out. All right. Well, with that being said, we'll just go ahead and uh, move on to uh, JoJo. I hear you're drinking something tasty. Cryptobusho Beer of the Week. It is. Joe? Mr. Wiggles Double Dank IPA. Let me see it. Show it to me. Show it to uh, everybody. How how dank how dank is that IPA? It is double the dank. Um, the double D. Double D. You know, D D. It's like some big old titties. Um, but anyways, <laughs> we got the double dank here IPA. Uh, really really good beer made from Rarin by, by Rarin Sons right here in Fort Worth, Texas. Uh, great local brew near and dear to our hearts. Uh, really, really cool can, 100 IBUs, pretty bitter. Um, it's out of the Den of Sen series, and it's 9.2% alcohol by volume. Pretty, pretty hefty beer. Um, and just some of the uh, characteristics is um, assertiveness, bitterness, big, bold, and hoppy, crisp, herbal, and spicy aroma, notes of tropical fruit. Um, you know, honestly, guys, I think this one's a, a pretty solid bet in my book. I would definitely, definitely encourage you guys to go out and grab one of these. It's a really good beer. If you like IPAs and you want something a little bit more bitter, um, do it. It's I, good. I am super intrigued. I mean, notice to all oh. breweries out there. I love the name. That's hilarious. I'm not Dude, a huge. Great name. I'm not. I'm not a huge. Uh, fan of like super bitter beers the high ibus um but be just because of the name and the double dank i want to go go grab one off the dang shelf <laughs> and the percentage that dude good. i is there one you all y'all know i y'all know i voted no to the existence of ipas i voted <laughs> no to that but Rar and Sons is an is it? They're an awesome brewery, man. They they have so many great beers. Hopefully, uh, we can get out there uh, uh, and uh, showcase their brewery and do a tour. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we'll we'll get them on, and uh, hopefully, we can showcase some beers for you, uh, including the Mister Wiggles. You know what I'm saying? So, alrighty, awesome. Well, thank you for that, Joe. I uh, will definitely go keep an eye out on Mister Wiggles Double Dunk on the shelves next time I hit the store. But question of the week, question of two weeks ago, because we got uh, handicapped by World CryptoCon. Uh, well, total market cap go below two hundred billion. I said no. Oak said yes, and Joe said no. And we actually don't have an infographic here to tell you whether or not. So I could certainly be lying here, but market cap did not for the last two weeks did not go below 200 it was very very close i think it was a 202 203 uh but it did not go below so oaks sorry you're not even here to defend yourself and i apologize no i don't you look so angry <laughs> so angry all righty and the question of this week what number will tether be on the top 100 coins by market cap it is slowly creeping down in market cap because of the all the other stable coins hitting the market 
and uh, we want to know your thoughts. Let us know your answer in the comments down below. But first, we're going to ask JoJo. Joe, I think it's sitting at what? Number 10? It's crept down to number 10. How far do you think it's going to go down? Do you think it's going to go that far? You're muted. Joe? Uh, Joe. Yeah, oh, here, so. Joe! Joe! Ten, Joe, where'd ten, you go? 10% ten, ten alcohol content, guys. <laughs> it's a good beer. It's double dank. Ah, uh, you Feel got double danked, bro. You know what I'm saying? You got double danked. All right. Um, but yeah, anyways, <laughs> uh, with Tether being there at uh, the number 10 spot, dude, Tron is like less less than $100 million behind. It's a, it's a pretty good opportunity that it will go down further. Um, but honestly, I think within a week time frame, I don't think it will. So you think it's stick at 10? I think it'll stick at 10. I want 12 before Ron even says anything because that's what I want. And I feel it. And that's what I want. I don't, I'm not even looking at the charts. Whoa. I'm not even looking at the charts. That's a, that's straight from the mind Dude, this, right there. Straight from the mind. Me, so, Ron, what you got? Let me, let me, let me explain to you <laughs> what, what Tether is. If you've seen Game of Thrones, you know what the walk of shame is. Tether is on that shame. long walk. Shame. 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 Number 11. Next Shame. week. Shame. Shame. <laughs> All right. Number 11. Good. I like it. Uh, I don't know if I don't know if Tether's stripped down and naked, but it's definitely on the walk of shame. It's uh, it's it's not it's not at BitConnect status yet. Uh, just give it some time. Oh, that's, oh man, that's some allegations right there. <laughs> uh, I just opened a, a new Belgium Voodoo Ranger Juicy Haze IPA. Hello, that's a bottle. You look at that bottle and you're like, "Yep, grabbing it because it looks delicious, but does it taste delicious?" Let me tell you. Oh, oh, oh. Woo! It's got a nice kick to it. It is delicious. It is good. All right. Anyway, let us know your uh, your answer uh, your answer in the comments down below. What do you think Tether will be on the top 100 coins by market cap by next week? And that is all. That's, that's, all. that's it for our show. JoJo, you have any uh, last-minute thoughts, comments, concerns, actions, anything? Uh, yeah, actually, I got a couple of things here. This one's really cool. Uh, just cracking open a cat fight. For all of you guys that are online and social media, don't bicker at each other about who's voting for who. Just come on, guys. Let's be civilized humans. And rationalize with each other and just go for it. All right. Drink but other a beer that, with that person. Exactly. Other than that, check out our Facebook page. We have some pretty awesome on the spot interviews from World CryptoCon. Check them out. We'll have that post up for you very shortly. And uh, that's all I got. Stay bold and keep them cold. Ron? Guys, we got tons of awesome content coming out, including ridiculous giveaways, like great stuff. We're going to be giving away tons of stuff, giving you great content, and uh, try to avoid the train of shame, 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 shame. Fair enough, fair enough. Well, guys, this uh, has been the Crypto Brew Show. Thanks for watching. Like and subscribe below for more show. And uh, like Ron said, I'll just go ahead and reiterate. We got some 
really cool content coming out and we got some great giveaways so stay tuned on the channel follow us on twitter at crypto brew show on facebook at crypto brew show all the crypto brew show just search for crypto brew show and you'll find us drinking beers and talking about it so as always thanks for watching we will see you next week cheers peace shame 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 shame